Hello and welcome to In Business Friday Fix episode 32. We're thrilled to welcome you to this, our bonus episode. We are your hosts, Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of In Business, a networking and business support community. And together, we, we are, are In, in business. business. Every Friday, we will be discussing a business-related subject with either one of our wonderful In Business networking members or a fellow business owner who will be sharing their advice, thoughts or knowledge on a particular topic. This week, we have Elaine Rotherham of Spiro Solutions. Elaine wanted to utilise all of her unique experiences from her corporate background, and so Spiro Solutions was created with the sole purpose of helping small businesses to ease their daily workload and provide a trusted ally that will work with you to grow your business. Oh, and make sure you listen to the end of the show to hear our guests tell us about their favourite networking tip. Welcome to our Friday Fix today. Um, we have with us Elaine Rotherham of Spiro Solutions. <laughs> I can edit that bit, don't worry, Elaine, that falls. <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> Thank you, Elaine, for joining us. It's good to, good to have you with us today. Thank you for coming along. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Before we start, can we find out a little bit about what you do, Elaine? Can you tell us just a bit about what you do? Sure. Um, so I run a virtual assistant business. I help a variety of small business owners, consultants or entrepreneurs. And in a nutshell, I help them stay in control of their business rather than the business controlling them. So we get stuck into all sorts of daily operations and administration tasks that are essential for the business to run, but are very time consuming and not where a lot of people's passion or heart lies. Mm. Yeah, know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. yeah. So I bet, you, I bet your job's quite varied then. It really is. No two days are the same, which is quite interesting about it. Yeah. So is it then you do all the tasks that people don't like then, Elaine? Is that what it is? That's it. Um, <laughs> I love admin. We're kind of weird like that, me and my team. We, we love it. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, get, we do do a lot of the kind of repeatable, some might say mundane, we wouldn't tasks yeah. that people, that are very necessary, like I said, mm, for the business yeah, to yeah. operate and run, but just not where people's skill set or strength lies. That's right. And it's not where their time is best spent either, is it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's about knowing the value of your time for sure. Cool. Absolutely. So today we're going to be talking with you about um, systems and processes, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I imagine as a VA, you're very good at helping, <laughs> helping people to put those into place. What tips how, or advice how, yeah. do you have to, to, to share with us out there? Sure. Yeah. I've got loads of different tips and advice. I think it's worth saying that you know, there's lots of different theories out there. So my theory is just one of many um, and how I would approach this task. But I think the thing about systems and processes is that people have them within their business without them even realizing. So mm. if you have a certain way of doing a task, that is a system in itself. So sometimes it's just about recognizing that, documenting it, and then streamlining where you can. Is it something that you help with, that streamlining process? It is. So I was a project manager in a past life. So it's something that I specialize in. What you'll find is when with lots of different virtual assistants is that they've all had quite, um, they've all had quite successful careers in different fields and will specialize in specific things. And this is something that I specialize in is systemizing businesses and helping them to to grow because of the consequence of that. 
Right. And do you find then that your past experience of being a, a, in project management helps you a lot with what you do? Can you look at something and say, all right, you need to do this, 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 or have you thought of this? What What is it that sort of piques your interest in something, if you like? Well, I guess I like order and I like efficiency and I like organisation. So that all helps with this task. But also, I think from my project management, I can map something out from start to finish and, and see how that journey goes and then be able to put in the right uh, resources and equipment or systems in place to make sure that it it flows smoothly. Yeah. yeah. And is that necessarily a CRM system or are there other systems that people can use? So a system is anything, any repeatable task within your business. So that's that's my definition of a system. And so, you know, for most business owners, it could be, uh, you know, be your accounting tasks, your lead generation, your sales conversion, your customer service, your purchasing, your training, operations, stock management, marketing, any repeatable task that you do within your business is in fact itself a system that could be streamlined. So what, what sort of processes do you go through them? Say I say, OK, OK, Len, we need your help. Talk us through the journey that you would take us on if we asked you for your help. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. So my first step in this process is to start by identifying your core business operations. So I went through a little bit of a list earlier. So that's your sales, your marketing, your finance, your HR, all of the the core activities that happen to keep your business functioning. And then for each area, I record where you have a certain way of undertaking that task. So I map it out in a, a visual workflow step-by-step guide. So, mm-hmm. for example, lead generation, a new email comes in. We then, you know, we file it or we flag it. We then answer it by this time. This is what we say. And then if they haven't answered, we follow up in three days. So we map it out step by step. Mm-hmm. And then once we've mapped it out, we can kind of see where efficiencies can be made or resources can be created again, like templates, checklists, mm. any other resources that we can create to improve that particular process and stop you from doing the same job again and again when you can mm. create a resource to make yeah. it quicker. Yeah. yeah. And then at that point, also, we identify where new technologies or automations could help streamline. So you mentioned before about CRM. I think that does quite a lot of it. But there's also there's an absolute abundance of technology available to us these days to help stop, you know, repeatable tasks that don't necessarily need to be done by a person anymore. So I think the end goal that I always go for is to create a library of systems within your business So then that's accessible to all your staff or any other contractors that you bring in. And then that kind of stops as much of a handover needed or the like lots and lots of questions if you've got a big or lots and lots of questions if you've got a lot of staff, because everybody knows how a particular task needs to be done step by step from start to finish. And they also know that the standard that is expected for each task as well. So they're really, really beneficial to any business. What's one of the uh, biggest things that you come across that seems to be that the businesses do the most? Is there a common thread? When people come to see you, do they all suffer from the same thing? Is there something straight away that you can spot and say, oh, yeah, you're doing this, this. you're doing this, you're doing that. And is that a common thread throughout what you see or not? Is everyone different? Uh, Yeah, everyone's different to a certain extent. um, But I think... 
the majority of people struggle with their inboxes um, mm. managing that also you know saving certain filing and saving documents that get sent through via email also calendar management is also quite a big challenge for a lot of people managing that effectively and I think communication in general just making sure that you reply to those to those emails whether that be a supplier or a customer or a lead that you haven't followed up with so usually inboxes in diary management is the first place that we that we start with the majority of our clients right mm-hmm. right ah, and at what stage that. in their business would they be at would it be right at the very beginning day one or we're talking sort of a few months in when things have they've been doing things and trying to get a system or get something in place when's the best time for you to to step in I think in an ideal world, I'd love to start a day one with people. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think with a lot of startups, resources and budget is an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they do tend to start out on their own and try to do it by themselves and, you know, feeling very stressed and working long hours. So I tend to step in with businesses that have been going for a year or so and have just realized that there's a better way to do it and yeah. they need a little bit of help. And is there a common is there a common type of business? Are you, are you deal will deal with business consultants, or is your client base varied? Does it depend what they do? Yeah, I've got a really eclectic mix of clients actually, and it's it's way more eclectic than what I thought it was was going to be when I first set out. Because I think you always set out with an ideal person in mind, yeah. And I've ended up working with an absolute range of clients across all sorts of industries. So right. I guess, yeah, I guess it's more about, it's not about necessarily about the business that you operate in, it's how you operate in that business. And that's a universal language. Yeah. And do you help people then to to automate a lot of those tasks? Is there a lot of part of the process that you can automate in certain instances? I Definitely. I, I wouldn't um, consider myself an, autom- an automation expert. Mm. It is something because I myself regularly have to learn. I think you have to continue to learn throughout life so you're not left behind. So I'm always taking new courses and, you know, signing up to different newsletters to stay on top of things. But there's always quick fixes of automations. So, yeah, I tend to, I always try to recommend at least one or two, even if they're just plugins or, you know, simple, like, you know, adding Calendly to your calendar so Mm -hmm. people can choose, you know, simple things like that, that lots of people still don't do or aren't aware no, of because I think no. technology does move so fast it's quite easy to get left behind with it yeah yeah, yeah. we discovered Calendly only about probably six months six ago, months ago. Yeah, it's, oh it's, it's a godsend yeah, isn't it because yeah. just send a know, link out and people can book on when they want and it goes than, in your diary and yeah. yeah rather than playing ping pong with emails back and forth, oh I can do this day oh well, yeah. I can't do that way yeah. and and it's just one of those things that makes like oh this is so much easier oh my yeah. life so we're, much we're easier free yeah. version as well which is good because that works for us doesn't it for what we need it for yeah. Do you use a paid version? Do you recommend the paid version for your clients? I think or? it depends on your needs. Um, so for some clients, they have the free version because you only need, you know, one one or two options. Yeah. And for other clients, they need more, you know, more extensive options mm. than that. But I think the thing is with a lot of these platforms is that you can get free subscriptions and, and run, have the benefits of this technology without paying for, you know, yeah. loads and loads of different subscriptions because they do add yeah. up, don't they, eventually? Yes, yeah. they do. They yeah. do. Yeah. 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 What might be your um, top three tips for employing or taking on a a VA? What should people be thinking about when they're taking on a VA? I've recently just done a blog about this, so (laughs) got time to bring it up, or can you remember? Yeah, bring it up on your screen. We're all right. We can edit. Go on. I should be able to remember. (laughs) Sure. So my top tips would be the first one would be to be realistic. 
so some it's not unrealistic to expect someone to come into your business and to do absolutely everything uh, so like i mentioned earlier lots of vas specialize in different areas because of past careers so someone might be really good at digital marketing somebody might have a background in accounting so can do more of the accounting tasks so it's about getting to know your va and shopping around and thinking about actually what do you need help with in your business yeah. I think is my first tip. You can't expect your VA to know your business as well as you know your business. So they're not going to be able to... Hit the ground running yeah. straight away, basically. Yeah. You're going to need some support, aren't you, with that? Yeah, I think it's like any other member of staff that you bring on, you need to kind of put the energy in to do a handover. Yeah. yeah. And I think that would be my second tip, actually. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <Yeah. that one. laughs> I preempted that sorry. one. <laughs> so, yeah, the second tip would be to take the time to explain your business to your VA you know if you've got a business plan or a vision share that with them and make them understand the role that they will play in trying to achieve that yeah I think that helps one of the many benefits of, of hiring a VA is once you get to know them and they have got the skill set that you think you need for your business because they're experienced they can hit the ground running. So mm. I know of a lot of my clients, the stuff that I'm asked to do, I've done for years and years. I already mm. know how to do it. So I do tend to hit the ground running when mm. once we get started. Right. Um, and I think the third one would be communication. The most successful relationships that I have with my clients are the ones where we where we catch up on a regular basis and we talk about barriers and what's coming up next and where they might need some extra support and yeah that tends to work the best when we communicate regularly it's not going to make the job twice as hard doesn't it? it makes it difficult it's frustration on both parts then isn't it i suppose if somebody doesn't give you a proper brief if you like of what they want you can't do it properly and the person's expecting something that you can't deliver because they've not explained it properly so it's, yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah it, mm-hmm. communication i think is the key to any good relationship yeah isn't it? All right, then next one. What about the one that you've had the most enjoyment from? Then is the one mm. that you've thought, wow, that's gone really well. That customer was like this and now they're doing this. Have you had any feels? Well, going back to topic, I think my most enjoyable task, the, the thing that I'm enjoying doing the most is system putting into place systems mm. and processes. Right. I, I get, yeah, I think I really, I've got quite a systematic mind. So I love mapping out from A to B how something's going to be done, then putting it into place, testing it, Sometimes it needs a little bit of amendment once we've gone from theory to to real life, mm. and then watching it watching it grow and watching it do what it's meant to do, mm. save time, make things more efficient, make things way more organised, and it's it's quite a satisfying thing to be part of. Really, I also really enjoy being part of business growth in general. I think when people have strategies and delivering projects. Yeah, seeing that through to the end and, and watching watching the, the benefits yeah. mm. of that is, yeah. it's yeah, It must be really satisfying that. It really is, yeah. What's your biggest success? Stand out one. You got one that you sort of really thought, yeah, I actually made such a difference to that company. Well, yeah, actually, I work with this consultant uh, who's got two businesses and he had quite a few times where he was working with a virtual assistant it just wasn't working out for them they just mm-hmm. their personalities their working styles just clashed a little and then we kind of stumbled across each other and I've just seen his business grow and develop and we've systemized and we've made things efficient and 
yeah, he's so thankful for the work mm. that I do and I feel valued and it's it's just really nice to see the difference that it's made uh, from working together for nearly two years now. So, mm. so yeah. I suppose it is nice, isn't it? When, you, when you've helped a business, when you've helped a business grow, when you've played a part in it, in effect, I suppose it's quite a nice rewarding feeling, isn't it? I'm a, it's, mm. it's a good thing, isn't it? If you've helped to grow that business because of what you've said or done or whatever, then that's good, is that, isn't it? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. 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 yeah, it really is. It feels like you become part of that business. You're invested yeah. in it yeah. and you're yeah. the number one cheerleader yeah. <laughs> um, egging it on all the way. And yeah. yeah, I get, like I said, I get involved in, in so many different businesses and industries. It's it's really, really lovely. It's a very fulfilling job. Um, and if people want to get in touch with you, Elaine, what's the best way that they can do that? Sure. So you can head over to my website, which is spirohero.co.uk. Or you, you can find my email address on there. You can also find my phone number. Or you can head onto Facebook and look for my group, How to Work with a VA Day-to-Day. And you can join us there and ask any questions. Oh, you've also mm-hmm. got a podcast. You do a podcast as well, don't you? Don't you? Oh, yes. Yeah, come on. Ian was your pod- on your yeah, podcast, wasn't he? Podcast. Yeah. He was on my podcast, <laughs> yes. Gave some great tips on networking. <laughs> I do. Is that out? Yeah, you're, yeah, 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 I've got to listen yeah. to that. I've yeah, not listened to it, to it yet. yet. That's bad, that's isn't it? Like, you've not listened to it yet. No, yeah. no, I will do. I will do. Sorry, do you want to try? What is your podcast called? Uh, my podcast is also called How to Work with a VA Day to Day. What it what it says on the tin, <laughs> right, um, right. and you can find those on most of your different platforms like uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and and all the rest. Oh my God, good. That's yeah. uh, another one for our listeners to listen to. Yeah, I've got one more question before you go. I'll go on them. Where did you come up with the name Spiro Hero? What's it's Spiro? Super, superhero? Uh, yeah, well, it's similar. So um, Spiro is Latin for hope. Ah. Um, so we like to think that we give business owners hope when ah, they're feeling, feeling bogged down by their business and feeling hopeless. And also the, the brand psychology is based on the hero who likes to protect. Mm. And um, so, yeah, so the 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 branding is like the the s yes, yeah yeah everybody's yeah, superhero yeah, yeah. yes of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my sister who's a she's a she's an artist drew me a little caricature of me as a mm. as a superhero so then it spiro hero just kind of came from that yeah. so yeah it was a development thing very clever yeah very good clever. good i'm sorry i thought i'd ask that i thought i'd get that in I'm, i meant to ask before and i forgot <laughs> well thank you very much for being with us today elaine uh, it's been really really useful really insightful and uh, if people are thinking of that their business is out of control, then hopefully they'll get in touch with you. Yeah, thanks for watching. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you and thank you for coming along and sparing the time. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah. me. It's been lovely. Okay. You're welcome. Take care, won't you? Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We're almost at the end of this week's show, but before we go, we'd like to invite you along to one of our online networking events where you can meet some great business owners. The link will be in the show notes. So thank you so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks to Friday Fix. We do hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all that we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show. And please follow or subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'd really appreciate it. Oh, and don't forget to check out our books on Amazon. Our latest book is called Notably Networking. And basically, this is one for all you networkers. It's for the coffee catch-ups and the business over brunch dates and all the meetings where you want to get to know someone else in business a little better. With this notebook carefully designed for your networking meetings, you'll know just where those notes are from your last catch
about to follow up. You'll be consistently asking great questions to really get to know your meeting partner. And with our handy conversation starters, you'll breeze through without any awkward silences. Yes, they do happen to all of us from time to time. So please get over the notebook now. We've also got our 52 tips to help you improve your networking skills. Again, packed with information and tips for you to help you with your networking. And lastly, we have our 90 days to your success, which is a book designed to help you log all your goals, set your intentions, and hopefully achieve your goals within 90 days. Great books. Make sure you buy them. Fair. Absolutely. But we would say that. Yeah, we would. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, this is Ian and Tracy, and together we we are are in in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye.